Hello and welcome to episode number two. Two of luring people into our cupboard so we can <laughs> dive deep into their brain. It's a bit worried I'm, num- I'm a number two Zee, but <laughs> carry on. Carry so how are you works. Two. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but Andy had to be number one. Yeah, always yeah. Number he's one. always yeah. number one. He's number one, I'm afraid, you know. Second place is always good. And I guess we should probably introduce him. Yeah, who is? Um, Behind number two. two. <laughs> <laughs> Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matthew Rich. I'm the retail director for End Up Diving Waterfalls. There he is. There it is. It's yeah. it. So, Matthew, can we call you Matthew or can we call you Matt? Yeah. Or number two. Oh, number two. Yeah, number two. Oh, you like number one Austin Powers. Is <laughs> <laughs> my number two. Obviously, every staff member gets treated very well at <laughs> yes, Adult. You're not just a number, <laughs> you are a person. <laughs> We're all sat in a cupboard. Yes. <laughs> At other ends of yeah. the room. Very nice cupboard. Yeah. So. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what it's going to be like this yeah. whole time. Just be prepared to listen through the giggles. Yes, yeah. of course. So how did you first get into diving, Matt? We want to know. Um, I, I started diving probably in the mid-90s. Um, I used to do loads of holiday diving and it used to be a good way of just getting out rather than being sat on a sunbed somewhere and actually get a bit of exercise and just enjoying part of the holiday which not a lot of people were doing then. People were diving but it's just, it was one of those things that you'd come back off holiday and it'd be like people would be, wow, you've done things that people have never done yeah. and you see parts of the world that, do you know what, it's a lot of people don't even stick their head underwater snorkeling so... Yeah. Um, done some great diving over different parts of the world this is even before i got qualified oh okay so, so just was, doing like try yeah. dives yeah. when you were going so it was, it was nice because abroad you can do try dives and actually do some deep try dives but it got to a situation that i was paying the same money on a boat sat next to somebody and then this person will actually do a second dive or a deeper dive and i'd like or do a wreck or yeah. you know see more and it's like well why am i paying the same as that guy and it's like well you're just doing a discover scuba he's already qualified so then after a couple of years, I then thought, you know, I think I need to go and get qualified and just decided to bite the bullet and uh, went and got qualified. Yeah. And then how did you turn that from sort of just a hobby going into coming into this world of diving, into the dive industry? How did that happen? I'd always, I'd always been quite outdoorsy and enjoyed um, like wild country walking and mountaineering and other things like that and I always decided that if life had ever changed in my job I would always try and get a job in an outdoor yep. centre or something more outdoorsy and um, I used to work for Woolies um, man and boy and then when that folded um, the vacancy came up here for store manager so I applied for that and luckily was taken on board and it was a very different beast but um, yep. I started here as Woolies finished and um, started the Andalk family yes yeah. joined the clan which can you remember when it was? I want to say 2008, but that might be wrong. 2009. 2009. Oh, yeah. close. Oh, wow. Close. So, yeah, no, it, was, it was good. I came in and had a real baptism of fire. I think I started on about the 9th of December. And then I think on the 3rd or 4th of January, I was up at Excel for two weeks in the snow. Ah, you've um, got to love it. Yes. Yeah, but Bridget's done a boat the show, haven't you? Shows. Yeah. We, we, we <laughs> love a good boat show. <laughs> yeah. Very character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> you survive one it's, of those. Yeah. It's, um... it's a wild week. Yes. <laughs> of selling, of course. Yeah, that's what of course. You know, priorities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
so um, I'd done that for a couple of years, uh, and then 2016, I then managed to, um, I was, I applied for a job still in the diving industry and went to work for Simto UK for a couple of years, um, which was really good because I got to meet some amazing people in the UK, saw some amazing dive sites, and just just raised my diving up to a different level. Um, and then just things changed and uh, I got the opportunity to come back as a retail director and help bring Andark on and uh, decided to come back. And now and we got then, him back in yeah, the family. Back in the clan. Back in the clan. <laughs> always come back to the roof. <laughs> yeah. Some people call it the Andark bunch. Yeah, yeah, we pulled him back. <laughs> but actually, interestingly, when you you know worked at Santo, um, obviously Ryan, who I suppose would have been your boss, yeah. he did well a similar job to you were doing before, shop manager years ago at Andark. So um, it's, it's, it's a small a, world. Extended yeah. family, some yeah. people say. It's the Andark love. What do you think you learnt going, you know, in working for Sunto and other, but you obviously got to see a load of dive shops around the UK, Ireland. Is there like a similar trend of that community based of diving? It's, it's very much community and a lot of people, um, the dive centres that do excel really well just support each other and it's, it's too close knit company, not to, or a country to or sport to try and I don't know do better than somebody because yeah. you have to survive and the only way you can survive is by positively promoting even other dive centers just to get people diving and it's that it's that inbred love of diving yeah. that I just really enjoyed it and it was great seeing different people and a lot of the dive centers all have the same problems and they'll all struggle with poor yeah. time or they'll struggle with staff and it x y and z and that, that, in the time I was working for Sunto I found myself selling fourth element dry suits in one dive centre. <laughs> and I just turned my hand to just support the dive centre yeah, and support exactly, the industry. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say, I, I think one of the, the trips that we went on um, was uh, with Santo doing the, what was it? B5? No. Yeah, the launch of it. And yeah. they, they hosted an event. And that was really good, getting to meet um, people all from around the UK that owned either dive shops, internet shops. Um, yeah, and everyone had the same, you know, problem. And, and actually, I think you always say that the competition isn't other dive shops. It's like skiing, yeah. mountain climbing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's actually what we can do in a dive industry to to keep those people, isn't it? Yeah, because once you're a diver, you're always a diver. And I've, I've known people and I've bumped into people all around the world wearing a, a Sunto computer or somebody seen you wearing a dive hoodie or whatever. And it automatically starts that kinship and that friendship. And there are some people you go, I think I need to move to the other end of the hotel. And there are other... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that, it's, it's still that love of the sport which um, really allows people to, I don't know, just, just enhance whatever they do. And it uh, just a, makes that divers an all-round better person. So are you saying that your competitors are actually like the skiers and the mountaineers is it because you feel people will change their activity from diving and be yes. tempted to yeah do or be pulled into another sport in terms of um if they don't know where to dive say in the uk or they're not part of a dive club then but they might be part of a running club or you know cycle cycling cyclist yeah. or something then they might tend to do that more because they don't know where 
to do diving more so they'll keep it as a, a holiday sport when actually okay, it yeah. can it's be something that you can do all year round yeah. and here in the UK especially with what's been going on with Covid and everything yeah. a lot of people have been very locked into their little worlds and their little houses and they just haven't been able to do it and go out and do some exercise and maybe if somebody was a diver before and they can't dive for four or five months they then look at what other sports they can do and that may draw some people away from it but what we have seen since um july when we started to get them back out and back in the water there was a lot of people that had realized okay i'm only have a holiday diver but i can't go on holiday let's look at uk diving mm-hmm. and we've actually managed to build our uk divers that people have never dived in the uk before and they've actually realized that do you know what the waters in the uk they are clear they are amazing yeah. and there's some great dives to be had and they're, they're quite easy shore dives so it's just um i think it's infused a lot of people that maybe wouldn't have dived in the uk to actually try it and enjoy it and still get that buzz from diving yeah i think it's so typically british to go elsewhere to explore ourselves and our own hobbies a lot more rather than actually kind of exploring what we what's have on our doorstep here. yeah like, so we've got so much around us especially actually, this year with staycations yeah i've actually noticed a lot more shore divers down in lansing this year as well like there's a lot more people who are actually taking the plunge and wanting to i think that's not just diving but a lot of people because they're doing staycations have realized that you know what the uk is actually a nice place to be and the facilities we've got are really good and there's a lot of people buying paddleboards there are a lot of people kayaking and just getting out on the water and enjoying it more and it's it's just it's really infused a lot of people that maybe wouldn't have done it in the uk just to do it in the UK and it's, it's been a real good buzz especially yeah. in the water sports industry where people have enjoyed it more and we're now getting to yes we've had another lockdown but we were getting to that situation people wanted to do those sports for longer during the winter not so just we were a getting, summer thing we were getting it? people yeah. in asking how can I make the stuff I've bought last through the Christmas or through the winter in the colder environments and there was a lot of interest in how we can actually expand that season people being on the water which yeah. has been really good I guess there's quite a few people who now can't be in their like team sports. Yeah. That they so it's finding something new, and like exploring something new. As and well. I think being um, outside as well because, yeah. you know, you need to be socially distancing, doing space. So what sport or activities can you do which is out in the fresh air? Yeah, safest places under the water. Yeah. Yeah, or in the water. <laughs> yeah. But also, a lot of people are trying to look at if they've had covid how they can improve their personal fitness yeah and there's a lot of great information about like open water swimming or just walking just doing more outside and i think we've seen a lot of people that have always lived in hampshire and they've actually realized or forgotten how much they've got on their doorstep and it's really like infused people to get back out and do yeah, stuff, I'd which agree, has been yeah. really good. We've had a, a definite increase of open water swimming in the lake this year, haven't we, yeah. as well? Because people, when the swimming pools were closed, they looked yeah. for alternatives and then people have enjoyed it and, you know, crazy enough to keep doing it in the winter as well. And they still do it? Yeah. Well, they were up until, yes. Yeah. The power of the Wim Hof. Have yes. you seen Wim yeah. Hof and how he gets people to push past the boundaries of allowing your body to to feel the cold cold and breathe through it so i guess it's kind of like challenging your body and your mind in different ways now which is kind of what comes with diving and all kinds of different water sports broadening horizons yes Yes. definitely so for like a newbie diver in terms of 
products if you're say an, an open water advanced level what kind of kit would you say that they they should really invest in um for themselves and if then they're looking at doing um you know they've always died in a wetsuit because they're been abroad but actually it's getting colder and they still want to you know after lockdowns so mm. you know in the winter yeah. um dive how what kind of dry suit would you say you know tri lamb neoprene what would what it, would yeah. be the it's it's a bit of a if you're going to invest your money wisely yeah which everyone's looking at pennies at the moment with different things going on um most people start out and they'll buy the basics they'll buy mass snorkel boots and fins and they'll want to get out in the water uh, and they'll maybe try a wetsuit but as you say it's getting colder yeah. uh, but they want to know where they want to invest their money wisely I would definitely look at a dry suit yeah. only because it would then opening your diving up to all year round um, there are different variations you could go trilaminate trilaminate is a lot more flexible um, the downside of trilaminate in the winter you have to put more, a lot more layers on so you have to put more lead on so you've got to balance that out but you can quite easily dive in the trilaminate all year round enjoy your diving and then just the winter season just put thicker layers on maybe a bit more lead and just carry on diving the other option you would look at maybe a neoprene dry suit neoprene dry suits they're very warm in the height of the summer you could just get along with a very thin base layer um, and then in the height of the winter you would need you still need to put more layers on but you would wouldn't need as much so they're a bit more harder wearing um if you nick neoprene you can always repair it with a yeah. bit of black witch or an easier repair um, so I, it, it's a bit of a weird one I try not to push people one way or the other but I always try and say if you want to go diving enjoy diving all year round a dry suit is probably the better product, yeah. better product to yeah. purchase but it's individuals how you want to do it some people are rear entry suits some are front entry suits some are waist entry suits um, so there's so many different variations in there but it's worth actually coming in and trying different things on to try and get the right suit that fits you and where you want to go with diving. Yeah. And there's so many different makes out there as well, isn't there? Yeah. So I mean, there's, there's Beauchat, there's Full Filament, there's um, waterproof. Typhoon, Waterproof. So Pro, yeah. it, it could be, it can be a bit of a minefield, but it's always worth picking people's brains. I mean, we we love the brands that we sell, but I would try and sell the right things to the right person. Yeah. Rather than, uh, why not have this brand because of X, yeah. Y and Z? We'll try and give people a level playing field. So, we can give them the information to make the right purchase. Yeah, because you can get to understand where they plan on diving, yeah. what their expertise yeah. is. And it also sometimes for people just comes down to cost. If you don't have thousands of pounds to spend, yeah. but you say I really want a dry suit, then we've got them, you know, from entry level to, you yeah. know, the, the, the thousands of pounds. Yeah. And um, so we've got ones to fit everyone's budgets, isn't it? So it's not yeah. just about comfort, but if someone, you know, for a lot of people, it can be about price, yeah. can't it? Yeah. yeah. So it's just buying, spending wisely. I mean, um, you can buy suits from five, six hundred pounds to sixteen hundred, two thousand pounds, but it's investing your money wisely and why not contact us or when we're back off of this lockdown pop in and see different types and you can actually try them on in the shop so it's far better to try them on i mean we have got a lot of suits in the school so there's a specific style of suit you want us to try um we can also do a pool session or maybe even a lake session once we're backing up and running so at least you can try it before you buy it oh i love it try before you buy yeah. in terms of courses so diving courses for so i've done my open water and well my but i've gone up to my advanced open water Woo! <laughs> certified yeah. by and yeah. <laughs> um, what what would you recommend for like me like 
I want to develop my skills, what would the next where, do you, of, where would you go next? Yeah, what's, what's the next course, what's the next? <laughs> there's, there's quite a wider range of things you could do. If you don't mind the cold, then I would look at maybe doing some different specialties mm -hmm. just to improve your diving. Uh, at the end of the day, the nice thing about a specialty, you're diving with an instructor. So even if you feel a little bit unconfident in the water, if you're diving with someone that's going to look after you, um, maybe do a wreck dive or a peak performance buoyancy dive, dry suit Are you done your dry suit? I've done yeah. dry suit, yeah. So tick it's on rather chilly. Yeah. Yeah. Work, yeah. Working towards your master's yeah. degree. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I would look at, look at some of the specialties, especially while we're on lockdown. You can even do some of the specialties from the comfort of your home. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you can okay. do some of the, we have got a range of Zoom specialties that you could do just to keep that love of diving ticking over during the winter. Keeping the knowledge going. Keeping the knowledge yeah. going, keeping it fresh in your mind. And those, because I know you do have a love of, you know, the environment, the ocean. Yeah, so things like all the Project Aware courses um, that we can do on Zoom. So yeah, Project Aware. So wh which one would you recommend on the Project Aware? Because I saw you've got, you've got the shark conservation. Yeah, so, so that you do online. have to do. So it's an online bit and then you would then do a dive afterwards. But you could do, um, we did this in the last lockdown, that you did um, the Zoom parts or the theory part. Um, and then once we were allowed to again, um, you then came out on a, a Sunday dive. Yeah. Um, then... Something like the coral reef. So during the lockdown, that's something that people can still do from home. Yes. yes and yeah. then once we come out of lockdown, yeah. people can then book in and some do like a Sunday yeah. dive. Yeah. Some of the specialties are a mix of both, but some of them are just classrooms. So you've got equipment specialists, you could do compressor awareness, nitrox. So if you want to just do something because it's probably a little bit cold, and it, so I would probably look at those ones. But if you want to enhance your diving a bit more, try and pick a specialty where you can do diving with it. So you do all the theory and classroom, but now when we can't go diving and then when we're backing up and running we'll get you in to do your completion dives it just means you get more dive out of your experience and the yeah. more dives you do i meet people every time and they say oh i've only done five dives or i've only done 10 dives enjoy it doesn't matter everyone has only done five dives everyone i've got goosebumps thinking about this yeah <laughs> that's the biggest problem we've got in the dive industry there's this hierarchy of do you know I'm, i do this i do that yeah but when people start off in the industry they're all in the same boat mm -hmm. and when i was doing when i had five dives i was like shrek on a balloon underwater i was all <laughs> over the place and do you know that comes with time yeah and it's yeah it's like anything instant, isn't it practice yeah. makes perfect it's a bit like riding a bicycle yeah. Every the more practice you get and the more you do, then it becomes yeah. second yes. nature. Yeah. All your safety checks yeah. and everything, it just it clicks. Even down to the fact of when we're back to being able to get back in the pool, come and do a pool session. Mm -hmm. If you've not dived for three or four months, come and do a pool session. Come and tick over your skills. Just refresh yourself. It's a good way, a good bit of exercise, to actually get and do. And it's a nice safe environment. Um, we do the pool sessions on a Monday and Wednesday evening. Um, and you can still get that love from diving. So, I, I mean, I've done some amazing dives over the world, and I've in, I will still enjoy a pool session. I will still enjoy an open water dive, a night dive, a deep dive. It's just enjoying diving. Yeah, I yeah whatever it is, isn't it? If someone came to you and they say, this is my aim, I would quite like to go up to Scotland. I want to go on this particular dive and... I don't know, go and catch some fish or underwater or... We don't catch fish. No, we don't catch fish. We just, you know, explore take and take pictures, pictures of, of fish. <laughs> yes. But if you've got, like, you you have an aim, you've got a dive yeah. and an aim, yeah. they can come to you guys and you can get them set up and ready. 
for that adventure. There's yeah. probably a good chance either one of us here or we know someone that's dived most of the dive sites, especially in the UK. I've dived at almost every inland dive site in the UK. And there are some amazing dives out there, it just for UK diving. I mean, um, there's a bunch of guys that um, have just dived Porth Keris, and they've loved it and done some amazing diving diving down there. Um, we've just done Lundy as a club trip. Oh, and the, the guys came the back seals. from Lundy, yeah. and they were oh, so yeah. buzzing with the seals. And That's the dream. A bit over-friendly. Um, <laughs> but we've got, like, Scapa Flow, and we've got loads of places in the UK that are amazing dives, um, like even like a shore dive in the UK, um, Lulworth Cove. Okay, I've dived Lulworth Cove, and the only way I can describe it, the day I dived, it was a Sunday after Sunday morning, and it was like Harry Potter and the Celts. <laughs> oh wow! So that's what and it I was like, said on the visibility last one. was a good mm. ten, twelve meters, crystal clear. And it was like just diving through kelp beds, and I still got an amazing buzz. Ooh, I've, done some, yeah, yeah. I've done some great dives around the UK and I've, around the world, but I still love just jumping and doing something like that because yeah. it gives you the buzz and the enjoyment. Yeah, no, I love that. So, what do you always have an aim when you're going diving? Is there a particular <sighs> aim, or do you Come do out you... alive? No, um, <laughs> no, that's I... the number one aim. I don't have a specific aim. I just enjoyed diving yeah. and loved diving i dived Using yourself in that different la- world yeah well last year was a, it was a big year for me i decided to blow the budget and we went to the maldives and i've done some amazing diving 21st birthday wasn't it 22nd 20 20 oh 22nd yeah. <laughs> um, the big two two it's all about number two isn't it? um but you know it's a really good it's done some great diving um the most weirdest thing that i was a bit upset at was the sharks didn't come close enough Oh, and I was just like, doing? I just, I think they saw me and thought I was something. He did a number two and they were big, bigger than me. So yeah. But so even I'd, I'd done some snorkeling them. and we'd done some manta snorkeling, and the mantas were like literally brushing past me, oh. and they were just so graceful in the water. So I don't actually have a goal for diving. I just go to enjoy the diving. Yeah. The biggest problem I have when I start when I do diving. It's that being underwater and having that buzz of, okay, calm down, relax, breathe slowly, you're going to eat through your air far too quickly. And even now, I still have that buzz of, I'm back underwater and I'm enjoying yeah. this. So I completely my goal, my yeah. goal at every dive is to do another dive. Mm, yeah. Because I, I actually even, if there's nothing to even see, it's the fun and enjoyment of being able to control your buoyancy. And to feel like sometimes like you're floating, you're flying, you're just gliding through the water. It's just just so much fun just losing yourself yeah your it doesn't always have to be that you're looking for something you're seeing no, but maybe something just, that you're yeah you know doing or honing in on your skills isn't it yeah i don't i don't this is gonna swing that lantern um i've done a drift dive off cozumel in mexico and it was like the snowman it was a drift dive so it was a really fast drift dive we just literally we lay there and we were just floating through the water and it was like Wee! did you have a theme tune in your i'm not gonna sing it but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like rolling hills of coral and it was like wow not, it's that such an amazing yeah. sport I'm just I'm picturing that scene in Nemo with the tur- hey man just <laughs> yeah floating riding in the waves yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see you going along like that and, but it's this magic and it's these yeah. things that you you're going in under the water and you have no idea what is what's going to be there, yeah. what, what magic you will come across like it is just that the best I saw a video from Andy Talbot and he was describing it as the closest thing to being in outer space. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, yeah. You, you get to do things that 
not everyone's ever done. I yeah. mean, 29% of the planet is Earth. The rest of it is yeah. all underwater. It's kind of an alien world yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Because like, even one of the stories Andy mentioned earlier... It sounded like he was. It was a landing on the moon. Yeah, well, you said that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it is. It's it's kind of like that out that that world that we don't see with our eye every single day, and so you come back with it. You hold all those memories with you as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's, we have we have a road trip in our life, and certain bits are uphill and certain bits are downhill, but certain bits in my road trip are underwater, and it's amazing. Oh, I love that, Matt. Keeping that quote, writing that down. There you go. And that's life. Yeah, that's life. And this is why you should die. Because you don't always want to go up and downhill. No. Sometimes you just yeah. Take a break. Take a break. Go inwards. Get to go and see a different world. So yeah, yeah, on that note, what's on your uh, (laughs) what's on your bucket list for underwater? Oh, I want to do more wreck diving. Yeah, there's more big lumps of metal under that. How come? Find some treasure. Um, I've dived. I've dived one of the best one of the best dives in the world. Um, wreck dive Zenobia in Cyprus. It's an amazing dive. It was a roll on roll of a ferry that sunk on its maiden journey. And it was a great, I mean, it's still, it was a pristine condition. Literally, the ferry went in, um, the pumps on the ferry were failing. So rather than it sinking in the dock, they actually took it out and sunk it offshore nice and safely. And the boat went in and just sat down on its side. And wow. I've done some, an amazing couple of dives on that. Oh, wow. And it was such a buzz. I still, look, talking about it, I'm still yeah. getting Was it concerned. eerie? No, it no. was really, I mean, it's really weird because... Down on the bottom wreck, the deck, there's these lorries that had one's got fish bones and meat bones in it, so it could be a bit eerie. Yeah. But it wasn't scary like that. It was just really fascinating. Good. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And you do you, you get because I'm, I'm guessing around wrecks, do you get more marine life? Like, yeah. Usually, yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 So, so you're going to see a lot more. Yeah. That needs to be your next specialty, then, Rich. Yeah. You need to do yes. your wrecks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. it's it was very interesting. There was certain we went actually into the wreck and went into the galley, and you could see where the carpet was still there on the where it was on felt like it was on the wall, but because it was on its side at ninety yeah. degrees, you would see in this carpet, and we uh, had a few swim throughs, and it was just an amazing dive, and there were some air pockets in there, and it was just just a really interesting thing to do, and it was a big chunk of metal, and there's still a lot of nice big wrecks out there, and I think I want to try and do some. Yeah, so with wreck diving, you do your wreck diver, and that allows you to dive around and Yeah, so you can go in yes. as well. But yes. try, try and dive, try and dive to your limitations. Yeah. Okay. Um, any diving can be safe. Yeah. As long as you so stick to where you are, there are certain things you've got to remember with wreck diving. Always have an exit. Um, be aware. This could be sharp sides. It's just. It's a different environment. Yeah. It's a, you can do like cave diving, you can do loads of different bits. Um, and wreck diving it just can be a little bit more risky, but just be aware of the risks and dive to your ability. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd say that. Was a, a so, good... where's the best place that you have been diving around the world? Oh. The best dive. I would, well. And why? Maldives was lovely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. The the wildlife and everything there was amazing. 
Um, I'd say that is up there with one of the, some of the best. I've dived Mexico, Cancun, and done some amazing diving there, um, done some caving and really enjoyed it. it. And the drift dives, even just off of Cancun, Playa de Carmen, it, they're as rolling hills. So they're, they're, they are amazing. But then Lulworth Cove, it's it's like Harry Potter and the kelp yeah. meds. That was like, Andy's oh, favourite place in the UK. One of his favourite yeah, places yeah, in the UK. Well, he said low rock, low rock. Scary stuff. Yeah. Scary stuff. I kind of, I want to make that my next, that's going to be my aim. I'm going to... But then well, the next week, that's a regular Sunday dive. Yeah. That's what we go. So, yeah, we can do that. There are dive sites. And uh, there's Cape and Ray up in Lancaster. And it's like a gin clear lake. And it only gets... Don't tell her that. Did you say gin? Yeah. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really great. It's really... And you can bathe in it. Yeah. Why is the water going down? Yeah. Bridget? <laughs> there's, there's some amazing places you can get to. Snorkel and use it as a straw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why are you putting that tonic water in there? Well, you never know. I was told it was gin clear. Oh, wow. And so... I was going to say about, before we finish up, is product-wise, what are the three must-haves for a diver to own? Okay. Three must-haves. Always have a mask that fits you. Don't just buy the cheapest one. Don't Mm. just buy the most Gucci one out in the market because you need to make sure it fits The one with the crystals on the Yeah, the Belmontes on it. (laughs) Make sure it fits. Spend a bit of time and actually pick people's brains everyone's face is slightly different so a mask that fits me may not fit anyone else mm-hmm. so once you've got that mask sorted then you can use it for snorkeling any diving you're going to be doing going forward will just be enhanced immensely secondly I'd buy a computer a computer will be able to keep all the records of your dive and you'll be able to have a dive history there and it's a nice little memory owner and a memory jogger to go, oh, I've dived there and this. Yeah. And if you decided to go on holiday, I've been in a situation, I went somewhere on holiday, didn't take my dive kit, it was just a small little week away, wasn't expecting to go diving, but I had my computer with me as a watch. And it just happened to be that the weather wasn't as great as I thought it was going to be. Um, and I decided there was a dive centre at the round the corner and I went in and had a chat with them as you do. Um, because I had my computer on there, I could pr- prove that I'd dived in the last six months and they were happy to take me diving. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so yeah. it was just, yeah. it, it saved me money because yeah. I didn't need to pay for a refresher when I went out there. Also, with um, a lot of the diving tables and uh, just looking at how long you can stay water, with a dive computer, it'll actually take into consideration actual information. So the depth you're at and as you come up, it'll work out the decompression stops for you. And it'll allow you to get back in the water and take everything into consideration, which you don't always get when you're working off tables. So if you dive with a computer, you can actually get more dive for your dollar. Yeah. Sold, I'll take Sold. five. <laughs> Do you, yeah, dive computers, you can, can you connect them up to an app? Yes. So it can, and it stores yeah. all your information? Yeah. Yeah, there are different ones. Some will yeah. use Bluetooth, yeah. or some will just a download cable, um, and they'll just, just have a nice history on there. Some of the new yeah. apps... You can actually put some information about dive sites and there are different groups and you can actually, if you're diving, going somewhere on holiday, you can actually look up the area, see where people have dived, maybe get some photos and just to get a, do a bit more planning when you're diving. That's it's awesome. just a way of enhancing things. Yeah. Even till the time as well, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who needs to know the time underwater? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did, did. I changed watches today. I picked up my watch and forgot I hadn't changed the time on it and I was thinking, oh, time to go home soon. And it wasn't. It was oh. <laughs> 
Because when you admit that you left an hour early. Cross against number two. Yeah. <laughs> Third bit of kit. It depends. For UK diving, I would buy a BCD or a dry suit. Yep. I've talked a bit about dry suits. Um, if I was going down a BCD slash wing, I would look at getting a wing only because they're more versatile. And you could wear a wing with a dry suit, with a wetsuit, in a t-shirt and shorts because you can adjust it a lot easier. Sometimes if you bought a BCD, it will fit you in a wetsuit. Mm-hmm. But if you move to a dry suit, it can be a little bit restrictive because they haven't got that such a size ratio. Um, and also if you're dry deciding for travelling, if you have a wing, you can maybe make it lighter by changing yeah. the back plate. So it makes it more versatile. Sometimes the initial expense is a bit more, but in the long term thing, it be pay off. Yeah. Or what he's really trying to say is that you need a travel BCD and then a UK wing. <laughs> so you need to buy both, you know, clearly. One of everything. One of everything. <laughs> and you buy one, you get one free. <laughs> oh no, that's not yeah, we're not free, yeah. Don't know Andy you say that. Andy's just scratching it as well. We'll beep that part. Yeah, out. yeah. I heard free. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Oh, thank oh, you. Yeah, any more nice. any more questions Very here for number two? Um That's gonna stick now. Um no, I think I think apart from any advice you would give to someone who's thinking of taking up diving or a like a novice at my level, like where what to enjoy your diving yeah every dive is a good dive it doesn't matter whether it's a pool dive it doesn't matter whether it's a 18 30 meter advanced dive into a wreck into different things every dive is a good dive and remember every dive because they're amazing dives and you'll have a good dive you'll have a bad dive you'll have a dive where maybe i'm used to diving in a wetsuit i've gone to a dry suit and i couldn't get down i had a real nightmare getting down or I've dived salt water to fresh water and your diving has changed and you it just enjoy every dive and the best bit of advice I can get anyone is when you're diving and you start out and you've got your logbook make sure you write out on your logbook as much information whether what you're wearing how much lead you've got whether you've got a neoprene hood etc because all of this information will allow you to improve your diving yeah. Mm, yeah. and you can look back and if you made maybe this time of year because the weather's not great do a lot of inland dive sites and then progress on to doing a sea dive look back over your logbook work out okay how much lead you had what you were wearing just so you can go and enjoy it so a lot of people i see people doing um dives and they don't necessarily wait the first 15 minutes but there's a lot of getting things quite right and the better dive are the ones you plan for yeah yeah and then just enjoy your diving i'd say one more one more question i have for me um local dive shops why would you what is important about keeping you know we are obviously we're a training center we're a shop but we obviously do have the online and we've seen a massive transition but why is it important um still to support your local dive shop okay i saw a lot of this when i was working for sento sento i visited over 120 different dive centers all around the uk and ireland and it's a very close-knit community and there's there's, there was a lot of always a lot of i don't know bad thing about just internet websites and internet 
but we get used to get a lot of people coming into shops picking people's brains and using a local dive center one you're going to dive more with them two there's a whole oracle of knowledge there and if you want to maybe try something out they can try and help with that yeah um you're never going to get an airfield off the internet so no. you have to support all servicing kit really you know you want to do that yeah more yeah yeah so and also if you've got any queries with anything you've purchased go and visit somebody and pick someone's brains i had an issue today where somebody had an issue with a bcd and they thought they'd have to get the whole thing serviced and it transpires that the pool dump was had been just pulled too aggressively and it had just compressed the spring on it so a quick and easy fix was able to get someone back into the water quite easily yeah. Um, I would always support local because at the end of the day any dive centre or any local shop at all supports the local in, the local community and um, any funds you put in most dive centres around the UK they've helped they'll do it like vouchers for local school raffles yeah. charity events and they will support their community mm-hmm. and I mean us here at Andart we do a lot of like scuba parties, sit scouts, diving sessions, and we meet a lot of people that have maybe started their diving career and they came and done a tri dive or they went yeah, to the boat show yeah, and jumped went to in a, the pool and did a scuba party or something. So you camp. only get this build of the industry when you from that local love of the sport. Yeah. So I would say to everyone, even if you just support your local industry, just go and if there's a query over a price and somebody's got it slightly cheaper. I mean, I had a query a couple of weeks ago where somebody wanted to buy a full set of regs and they were quoting a price from Spain. And by the time I'd spoken to the guy and actually explained what kit he was buying and how it was right or wrong for him, we offered him a pool session. By the end of it, he purchased through us. Um, He's now doing courses through us. And it's just a way of getting more out of that bit of kit. Because not everyone might be able to price match on that. And I think that's what people sometimes understand. If, you know when you like like Amazon stuff you know likes of us we can't buy in, in bulk but it's what we're trying to do is that community thing of what mm-hmm. well, what more can we give you well we can give you the advice the knowledge yeah. you can come diving with us and for me personally I, I think that is is worth more than saving you know five ten quid yeah on yeah. an item but then if it's not right or you don't know how to to, to use it or something breaks on it um you don't have a contact to to do yeah, it so I've got an I've got a conversation going on at the moment with somebody that's bought a brand of computer which we don't normally stock and um, they've, the computer's got a fault on it so we're now going to try and sort that out send it back to the supplier but he didn't buy it from us so if we weren't around he couldn't get that support yeah. so he now says right I didn't buy that from you but I'll buy something else from you so it's just giving that bit of support and love yeah so, yeah. yeah definitely support local yeah. It's a bit like everyone's been doing in lockdown, you know, a lot of people at the start, weren't they? They were going to their local, you know, yeah. butchers, grocers and, and not just supporting the big the big chains. Yeah. No, because here people care. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We care. That's yes. Well, I think that Yeah. I think that includes episode number yeah. two. Well, thank you, thank very you very much for that. And if anyone has any questions for Matt, um, yeah, please comment. Come down to Andar. Come down to Andar. Only after lockdown. Yeah, 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 obviously. Or, but, you know, drop us a message, ring us up. We are still in the building because we're doing, obviously, click and collect. Um, 
and you know if you want video consultations i'm sure yeah. we can arrange to do that any get demos. to see our lovely faces yeah, yeah. any but demos yeah but that is your man <laughs> we, are, we are also in the meantime we are going to be revamping part of the shop we are yeah stay tuned stay tuned yeah. stay tuned yeah. lots of interesting happening lots yeah. of interesting it's things. the perfect time to do it isn't it we've been yes. meaning to do it for a while and um yeah since we we've got into the fridge yes. yeah. we will restock the fridge <laughs> what of chocolates that we're all gonna eat yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you very That's much. Right. No and that includes episode yeah, two. Episode two. Do, 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 do. Bye. <laughs>